When I first got into business, I really did not know how to start, what to do. Like I started my business and I was like, okay, what do I do now? So here is to you, to working smart and not hard. So I'm going to put you guys on on this episode with what you need to know once you started your business. Hey there, beautiful soul. You are listening to Bridging Faith and Business, a platform that has been carefully cultivated for kingdom builders who are looking to build not only their faith, but also their business. This podcast is hosted by yours truly, Dela Sabio. I am an entrepreneur from New York City, and I understand the significance in conducting business biblically and also achieving and going after an entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to our journey together in bridging faith and business. So this is my second time recording this podcast. The first time I have recorded it. It took me about an hour. I went over, I edited everything. Everything was good to go. All I had to do was upload it and and send it out and schedule it so it could be posted online, but it completely deleted. Now, this tends to happen when the enemy does not want me to say what I need to say so that you can hear what you need to hear. So this lets me know that we are on the right path in doing what we're supposed to be doing in this time, in this hour, in this season. So with that being said, I'm going to press my way through and record this all over again just for you. Two hours what? Nuh-uh. The weapon may form, but it will not prosper. I'm getting back up again. Let's go. So in continuation to this conversation that we've been having in this season, we've been talking about all things building. God is calling all of us to rebuild his house, rebuild every area of our lives, such as our minds, our homes, our bodies, our finances, and our relationships, just to name a few. And the other thing that God wants us to rebuild is our businesses. Many of us have been building on top of a broken foundation and God wants to bring restoration. Today, I want to speak specifically to those who are new in business. If you are a newly business owner or if you are thinking about going into business, I want to have a one-on-one conversation with you, my darling. Today's conversation is how to build your business. The worst thing about going in business is not knowing what to do after you have officially established that you're going to build something, that you're going to have a business. You have a business, now what? As I was reflecting on today's episode, I drafted three questions that I feel that it's important for you to ask yourselves as you are building your business, as you are starting your business, or if you are thinking about starting a business. These three questions are questions that I wish somebody would have took a minute to ask me. Somebody would have took a minute to 
to even teach me these basic fundamentals that I need in order to build a secure business, not because I want to look good or because I want to sound good, but because I want to build a business that will endure, a business that will last, a business that reflects longevity. I want to be here to stay. I don't want to play around and dip my toes in different pools. I want to make sure that if I'm going to build a business that is going to last a while. So I have these three questions for you that is going to guide you into the right direction. And it might even so change or even lead you to revamp a few things that is much needed in your business, but you did not see it before. You ready? Get your tea, get your coffee, get your water, get your juice, and let's get it. After a few years of being in business, I have learned that there's a certain language and there's a certain movement that you need to be accustomed to or even acquainted to when it comes to business. Ooh, before I forget, make sure that you grab your pen and your notepad because I guarantee you that you're going to be moved to write things down. And if you are mobile or you are on the go, pull up the notepad in your phone and let's go to town. So here's the first question you need to answer as a business owner or as an inspiring business owner. Number one. What problem are you solving? When you are going into the space of a business, you are in business for the simple fact that you are solving a problem. And trust me, I get you. Money is one of the motivations of beginning a business. I get it. But people are not going to buy something or invest in a service if they don't need it. That's the simple truth right there. Let me show you some examples of some businesses and companies that are solving problems. And because they are solving problems, they are so successful. Number one, you guys are all familiar with Uber. Uber is a company that has an app where you can order a cab, like you're ordering food online or even something off of Amazon. So you just easily go in the app and you put in your destination and it will give you an economical price of your trip. Not only that, but you can do so many wonderful things on an app that allows us to work smart and not hard. We can also schedule a ride. I remember those days when I was heading to the airport back back in the day and we had to take all of our suitcases downstairs and go to the middle of a local main street where the cabs pass by and stand at the corner and waver or wave at the cab so they can stop at you. The problem with that is that you're not guaranteed a cab in the time that you're looking for it. So Uber solved the problem of just allowing us to schedule a ride and also give us economical prices because one of the main things that Uber wanted to solve was the fact that when you are down downtown in any city when you get a cab is so expensive so they wanted to bridge that gap of offering their clients an economical price so thank you uber for that reason and not only that but i love this feature about the uber app if you didn't know you can also split the bill with somebody else in your contacts and share your the your trip summary with someone else who is worried or might be worried about you getting to your destination safe and sound Isn't that amazing? Uber solved the problem. They solved it. And they are now making a lot of money. 
Another company that you ladies that are listening might be aware with is Spanx. So Sarah is the founder and the CEO of Spanx. So Spanx solves the problem. When you wear a nice dress or a nice fitting, you can wear a Spanx to hide your cellulite, to hide your extra, whatever that you're insecure about in your body. So it just makes your body just look smooth, clean, and super gorgeous. So some of you might know Spanx as a waist snatcher, or maybe a belt or a tummy tucker. So Spanx is a company that started off that whole waist snatching line. And Sarah has done us a favor by going into market and just making this a whole movement. Thanks to Sarah, because let me tell you something. If it wasn't for those Spanx, let me, you probably would have seen a few of my chichos. In this case, the problem was that when we wear our dress and our outfit, sometimes it don't look right because we have extra blemishes in our body that may not make the attire look pleasing to the eye. So Sarah solved the problem by creating this product make, named Spanx. And she did, she did it so well. Thanks, sis. So if you're an entrepreneur... You and I are extremely grateful for companies such as Blue Apron. Blue Apron grocery shop for you. They meal prep for you and they drop everything at your door. So not only do they go and buy the food that you need to make the the meal, but they also give you instructions inside of the packet, letting you know how to prepare the meal. Talk about working smart and not hard. For people like myself, we're always on a go. So if you can meal prep for me, and you can go to the store for me. I mean, it takes me at least like two hours to grocery shop. And then it also takes me like about three hours to meal prep for the whole entire week. And then I have to stand at the kitchen and actually prep the food and find out which method I would like to eat the food in. If somebody can do that all for me in one setting, why not? Blue Apron solves that problem, which is why I am so happy to invest in them. And so Blue Apron is not the only company like this, but but they started it off, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, this one is my favorite one of all of the examples. Once upon a time, I was graduating from college a few years ago, and I did not want to go through the hassle of, of going through many different stores downtown, uptown, and looking for the right graduation dress. Y'all, I don't like the whole hustle and bustle. Some people enjoy that, but that's just not for me. I'm not the person to go to different stores and, and take the metro here and take the bus here and car ride here. I can't. No. Mm -mm. So this company... Rent a Runway allows you to shop online, rent a dress, and return the dress when you are done with the dress. So what I love about this business and this company is that these are designer dresses. They are, this, these are good quality dresses. I wore a dress for my graduation, and baby, it was so nice. And I had just lost like about 20 pounds around that time. It, I didn't even need a Spanx, honey. It was just, whoo, it was so snappy. Like it was just so nice. So I just so honor and appreciate companies like Rent the Runway because I don't need when I go to a wedding, I could just rent a dress as opposed to spending the $200 and $300 on a dress. I'm gonna just go rent it for $70 or $100. Why not?
And I love this one thing about them. I don't know if they have this in other states, but they have different locations in New York City. So when I went to try on a specific dress in the store, they did not have it in my size. So what they did was they ordered the dress for me in my size and shipped it directly to my dorm. Absolutely amazing. And once I was done with the dress, I shipped it right back. They saved me a whole lot of time of going to different stores. They saved me a few bucks and they saved me brain space. I was just able to fully prepare myself for graduation and make arrangements and all of that stuff. So thank you, Rent a Runway. So at this point, I am hoping that you can see the pattern here. So I'm able to testify of these companies because these are the companies that I use and I know for a fact have solved a problem that that I once had. Another amazing company that I forgot to mention is Netflix. So remember, before Netflix, we had to go to places such as Blockbuster to get a movie so we can watch it at home. And nobody got time to take the subway downtown to a Blockbuster and then take the DVD and then come back and put it in a a VCR. So Netflix eliminated the VCR, DVD players, and Blockbusters all at the same time. So now Netflix, they stream online movies, TV shows, documentaries, docu-series, all of the above for a monthly fee. They solved that problem for us millennials because, you know, we, we are the generation of work smart and not hard in every single way. I mean, look at Amazon. Anyways, so I hope that you see the pattern here. There was a problem. These companies saw it and they went for it and they solved it. So when you are thinking about starting a business, when you are thinking about this question, what are you solving? What are you solving? How are you helping people with what you are doing? How is this a help? And why do people need your help? So the other fun question that you need to think about and also ponder on is how are you solving this problem? This may seem very simple, but sometimes we tend to overlook even the simplest things. So you got this grand idea that you are going to have this amazing business. You're going to have this amazing product that is going to solve the problem of of women having dry hair. How are you solving this problem? Are you looking to service people? Meaning, are you looking to come to the homes of people or have a salon and, and do actual hair? Or do you want to produce an actual product? This is a diff- two different forms of deliveries. A product of a shampoo, a product of a cream, a product of a relaxer, whatever that looks like. How? Are you solving this problem? So Uber decided to solve the problem of us having to go in the middle of the street and wave at a cab. They did this by providing an app. Netflix decided to close the gap of us going to an actual store to get a movie. They did this with a website that showed you a gallery of different movies with previews, with block, with sounds, and just amazing visual. Sounds simple, right? but it's just as important. And that's how we miss the littlest things. How are you solving this problem? The next question is, why is solving this problem important? Why is this important to you? 
Why is solving this issue so much of a problem in your eyes? Not in the problem, not in the eyes of a news or what your friends say or what people are saying, but why why does this matter to you? Why is this a, a cause in your heart? What why is the question? Why is this problem important for you to solve? Why is it important for you to solve? People having to go to the middle of the street and wave at a cab. Why is that important? You may have a personal testimony behind your why, but you need to identify your why. Because if you don't know why, you certainly will not know how. You need your why. Your why will lead you to your how and the what. And I think that should have been the number one question. Why? What is your why? Why are you doing this? Why is this important to you? When I first began to listen to different podcasts, I fell in love with so many different shows. But I saw that there was a distinction of it was either some people stayed on the side of talking about faith and nothing about business. But I was interested in the two. And then on the other side, there was people talking about business, but not about faith at all. And that was that mattered to me because I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. I walk with the Lord. So how I do business might look a little bit different with how, on as opposed to how you do business. So not only that, but I followed many Christian influencers who were in business and did not even say a peek about their prayer life, did not even testify about how they got where they got. It did, did, did not even hint that they believe in the Lord. I mean, they will throw a little dabble here and there a little salt and pepper and whatnot you know a little bit here a little bit there but it wouldn't be like a it wasn't bridging the gap for me I felt like there was an empty space like why is no one addressing business and faith in the same space I saw a need for it and so I began this podcast to bridging faith and business and that is what I do I I bridge the gap between faith and business So in case you missed it, here are the three questions that you need to ask yourself. Number one, what problem are you solving? Number two, how are you solving this problem? Number three, why is solving this problem so important to you? And I want to leave you with this scripture. It is Luke 14, 28. And it reads, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough to complete it? This scripture is indicating that we ought to sit down and estimate the cost. We ought to sit down and evaluate how much we need to put into this business. We are to Uh, Take a step back and observe. We are to look at the mission statement. Revisit the vision that you have. Revisit it so that you would know exactly how much is required from you. So not only are you going to sit down, but you're going to count the cost. And this is for, I'm going to read the beginning of the scripture. For those who want to build. If you want to build, you need to sit down, you need to estimate to see if you have enough to invest into what you are getting into. And so, y'all, with that, 
I'm going to leave you so you can go in your secret time with the Lord and, and ask yourself these real questions so that you know where you're going and what you're doing. Gone are the days where we are walking around aimlessly, not knowing which way to go, boxing in the air, having no aim or target at all in the precious name of Jesus. So I am ecstatic because next week, Next episode, we are having a special guest on the show who has a booming business and who is well successful at what she does. She's a dear friend of mine and I'm so excited to have her on with us to speak about how she built her business. And so y'all, you have to stay tuned. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You got to wait till next week and, and you would know exactly who it is and what she's doing and what she's up to. You are going to be so blessed. This woman of God is just amazing. Amazing is not even the word. She is on fire for faith and business. So next week, we're going to have a conversation with her to learn more about how she did it and what she's doing. So y'all don't forget to share this episode with a loved one, with someone who's starting a business and need to hear this message. Don't let your friends be running around here aimlessly for 40 years and you got the goods. That's just not fair. All right. So thank you guys for joining me today. I'll see you guys next week. You have a blessed week and I will see you then. Bye guys.